Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties, in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics, present Big Talk on Little Rock, a deeper look inside Little Rock Trojan Athletics. Now, here is your host of Big Talk on Little Rock, the voice of Little Rock women's basketball, Trey Schaap. Welcome back to another edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. I am Trey Schaap, sitting down with Ohio Valley Commissioner Beth DeBush, and We've got some exciting news here on Big Talk on Little Rock. This is Big Talk. You are extending an invitation to the Little Rock Trojans to join the Ohio Valley. It is Big Talk and a very exciting moment for both Little Rock and the Ohio Valley Conference. We are not a league that has added a lot of members over our years. Um, You may have heard me say, but there have only been 22 members of the Ohio Valley Conference in its 74-year history. So the addition of Little Rock, talk about news. It's significant and it's really meaningful because it's a make sense move for the conference and I believe for the institution. And in this world of intercollegiate athletics, not every move you see uh, really is quite as clear as this one. We're a group that need to be together. We've seen the collegiate landscape change uh, right before our eyes um, in instant, it seems like, especially when you go back to this summer with Oklahoma and Texas kind of getting the ball rolling with what they were going to do. When did the conversation start between the Ohio Valley and Little Rock? The conversation with the Ohio Valley and Little Rock started about four months ago, and the approach was very deliberate. It was an opportunity to get to know one another. I have laughed and said, you don't pick up the phone and say, hi, I'm Beth with the OBC. Would you like to come join us? It's about relationships. And in the case of the Ohio Valley Conference, I don't feel it's my role to sell the conference. It's more about finding a fit. And when I had an opportunity to talk with Athletics Director Lee, get to know him better, learn more about the institution, meet the chancellor, it became so very clear that there was a synergy between what was going on at Little Rock and what we value in the Ohio Valley Conference. So early on in the process, I really felt strongly that this would be a wonderful match, but knew I needed to take time to cultivate. So it's within the past month that we really started to gain traction to see that this could happen. And again, it leads to a really happy day when ultimately the decisions are made and you can celebrate and get plan on then moving forward. So it's a deliberative process. It's a thoughtful process. It's a process whereby presidents and chancellors and athletics directors are involved, all getting to give their perspective and to learn more about one another to make sure it's a good fit. And I'm really confident this is a good fit. What attracts Little Rock to the Ohio Valley? From an Ohio Valley Conference standpoint, the values are so aligned. The focus on student-athlete. You come to campus here and see the signs about graduating champions, and you look at our strategic plan, and it's so very focused on student-athletes. Certainly, we care about winning. We care about champions um, as a league. Little Rock has a track record of much success. So uh, sometimes I worry we may not talk about competition enough. Competition is a byproduct, I would argue, of doing everything else right, of serving student-athletes, being committed to what we do when we recruit student-athletes. And we picked up on early on that that was very much a part of the culture here at Little Rock. And that's certainly something that we espouse. So working together to provide a wonderful student-athlete experience that is of a Division I caliber really ties the schools together. 
You can't help but be attracted to Little Rock, given the fine facilities, the good leadership, um, the track record of just success over the years. So from an OBC standpoint, certainly we love this partnership. But again, it's really that sense of values and that sense that this relationship can sustain because we are trying to do the same things and working together to do so. I know a lot of people that will be tuning in and listening to this podcast are basketball fans. I mean, Little Rock has built its athletic department around basketball, men's basketball, and women's basketball. A legendary head coach in Joe Foley on the women's side. Let's talk specifics about basketball in the conference tournament. Where is it, when is it, and how is it formatted? Well, we love our basketball tournament in the Ohio Valley Conference, and we love our basketball, both men's and women's. We have a wonderful relationship with the community in Evansville, Indiana, and it may be interesting to folks listening in. The Ohio Valley Conference currently doesn't have a member institution in Indiana, but Evansville is right on the Ohio River. So where else should we be but right on the Ohio River? The Ford Center is the host of the event. It's a beautiful basketball venue. They have wonderful facilities in terms of hotels and restaurants so it's a good fan destination the community has cared so dearly for us and cared so dearly for our event Uh, our basketball tournament had been held in nashville for over 25 years and so the move to evansville was a big deal for the ohio valley conference and evansville knew that and they have taken this event and they care for it as much as we do so i'm so proud of that affiliation so proud of that Uh, friendship that's been developed there. And I would say to the Trojans fans, you'll enjoy going to Evansville. You'll enjoy a weekend at our basketball tournament. We are one of the first tournaments in the rota of college tournaments. We typically have that Saturday night time slot, which has been perfect for us. We're one of the first conferences to punch tickets to go to the, the big dance. And that's a good spot for us as well. But the community is welcoming. The drive won't be terribly far. So I I would really strongly encourage fans to put that on their calendar to make sure they have a stop at the OVC basketball tournament. It's my understanding that the OVC, with the addition of Little Rock, beginning next year will have nine institutions, but you are looking for more to try and make it a round number, whether it be 10 or possibly 12. What can you tell us about where the OVC is going after Little Rock? So in terms of a membership plan. There certainly is one. It's very thoughtful, I would argue, and very deliberative in its approach, looking for like-minded and like-focused institutions within this geographic footprint. We are not looking to have a conference that stretches from one coast to another. That may be an obvious statement, but again, in this day and age, we are seeing geographic footprints really stretch. So in our approach, we will remain true to our geographic themes. We will um, work with Little Rock and make Little Rock part of this process moving forward. Our presidents have been very active in our membership outreach um, and very active in directing the course that we're going to take. We will involve the chancellor in those discussions, Mr. Lee in those discussions to make sure it makes sense for all of the members. In our history, the largest our league has ever been is 12, and that's only since 2012. Um, When I first took the job 13 years, I've been really 
blessed to have this job, which I love. Um, we were an 11 member league. So no number, I would argue, is the goal. The real goal is finding the right institutions that fit with us and stay with us. Like I say, we're not a league that has had a lot of change. And we're not looking for a situation where a school enters as a stopgap for trying to get to someplace else. We really want to identify members that look to stay with us and help grow this league even further. We will look for a combination of schools as well that some may sponsor football and some may not. We are an FCS football sponsoring conference. Football ends up being important to this league, but it is not the absolute requirement to get into this league. Again, it has to just be the right fit. And Little Rock was. So when we get to that round number, does that mean that uh, for those basketball fans out there that uh, there will be double headers with basketball we won't have to come to the jack every weekend in january and february to watch our teams play we can actually do something else (laughs) when they're on the road we can listen on the radio but we don't have to be in person at the jack every weekend from a basketball standpoint the ovc has as most conferences have flirted with different scheduling options different days of play but i think we have found our sweet spot from a basketball standpoint to play games on thursdays traditionally, and on Saturdays. We currently have a format where the men's and women's teams typically play on the same days. So both the men's and women's team would play on Thursdays and Saturdays. On Saturdays, it wouldn't be uncommon in this league to see a little bit of a time gap uh, with one of the genders playing in the afternoon and the other gender playing in the evening. Um, On Thursdays, you may see a flip-flop just to make sure that we're being equitable in our approach, but it would be very common practice and certainly how we schedule to have men's and women's teams from the same school at the same location on a Thursday night. So it's not a mirrored schedule. It is a schedule with the the genders being together in the locale. So for those that want to see a lot of basketball over the course of one evening, they're going to like the Ohio Valley Conference approach. For those that are not familiar with the Ohio Valley, what are some of the strengths of the Ohio Valley and its athletics? You know, we do have a rich history. We're a group of schools that know one another and know what we stand for. We're a group of schools that were one of the first to break the racial barrier. And we uh, have an HBCU that's a proud member for a long period of time in Tennessee State. And certainly it's part of the culture of who we are. We're the first conference that issued a sportsmanship statement. And we're very involved in sportsmanship initiatives in this league. And I share that with you in terms of this discussion, because from a fan, you should receive a welcoming environment when you come to an OBC campus. We cover five states now with the addition of Little Rock. But what that means is travel still won't be far. It won't be far for the student athletes. We are a league that relies primarily on bus travel, if not exclusively for bus travel within the conference and a commitment to having student athletes back in their dorm rooms or back back on campus so they miss a lot less class than in some other structures. And clearly that's who we want to be. As a league, we are focused on community. And I think that should resonate with fans here in Little Rock. You are certainly a hometown team. And I would tell you the OBC communities, our institutions are a big deal in their various communities. And so that sense of community, giving back to the local community is really very important. Building a community in this league is also very important. You'll see fierce competitors, competitors uh, that will really go after one another. And I feel certain folks are gonna be eager to compete against Little Rock. But when they're playing non-conference or in the postseason, 
clearly very, very supportive of one another. And then at its core, and we've talked about it a lot already, a conference of group ins- of a group of institutions that want to create a community for their student athletes to be able to thrive, realize their full potential, and give back to their community in that way. So there's a whole lot of community theme. Uh, we have also been successful uh, postseason wise. Multiple teams getting multiple bids in the postseason, and uh, a lot of postseason success. And in fact, right before COVID, and I'm sorry we haven't allowed it to occur to its full uh, fruition. From a men's basketball standpoint, we were able to accumulate three basketball units in the NCAA basketball tournament in 2019. And that sets us up well uh, for future success and future focus on basketball to really be able to build basketball. Um, When I first got this job, uh, I went on the road with our OBC basketball teams to the NCAA basketball tournament. And um, there was a win in uh, the NCAA tournament. And that was pretty neat. That was a fun way to start. And the next year there was as well. And I got a little cavalier. I just thought that's the way it always worked. But (laughs) we've been fortunate in this league that we have had postseason success. And that postseason success, we've been thoughtful about it. We've invested in basketball with those earnings. And there's been a commitment, a basketball enhancement plan to keep building on basketball. And I think that's important for fans to realize that we are a comprehensive league, a league that that supports all sports. But certainly when we have success like we've had in in basketball we're going to try to build on that and take advantage of it i know when the sunbelt started adding schools to their footprint primarily for football a lot of fans came up to me of the trojans and said okay what's next for us now they have a home and they have a group of other institutions and i can tell them my wife's going to love this she loves Nashville, Tennessee. So Trojan fans, you get to go to Nashville now on a regular basis across all the sports, volleyball, soccer, baseball, basketball. That's a fun place to go to. Nashville, Tennessee, and I don't mean to brag on it because Little Rock is amazing as well, but Nashville is an amazing place and it is a city on the move. If you listen to reports from the city, it's the fastest growing city in the United States, but there's something to do from everyone. I'm here with our terrific sports media representative, Kyle Schwartz, who loves country music and I think could find a concert probably every night. Um, I love music in general. It's a wonderful music venue. It's a wonderful food venue. It's a city with Uh, multiple colleges and institutions and a great sports town. So from a fan standpoint, Nashville certainly is our conference office home, but it is uh, a place where people understand the Ohio Valley Conference will be thrilled to learn more about Little Rock and its athletics programs. And And I think fans and our student athletes, I can't lose track of that, our student athletes will receive a warm welcome. And I think too, the short drives will probably create some outstanding rivalries very quickly between Little Rock and the other institutions. Well, we drove over the other day, and the shot, the drive on uh, 40 is a straight shot. You can hardly get lost. You don't even have to take a turn, but I agree with you. That sense of rivalry, that sense of really knowing a lot about one another, and easy travel, you can't beat it. And as we talk about a changing world of intercollegiate athletics, it's this pattern, the sound geographic pattern of schools that know one another, like one another, and can travel quickly between one another is really what I think is going to last. Commissioner Beth DeBush, thanks so much for joining us on Big Talk on Little Rock. And I'm going to speak for every Trojan. We're excited about having a home in the Ohio Valley. Well, thank you for this warm welcome. We are absolutely delighted and we look forward to having fun together as we build a new future. 
Thanks for listening to Big Talk on Little Rock with Trey Shep. This was a presentation of Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics. Little Rock Athletics.